welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so glad you stopped by. My name is Connor Morganti, and I'm devoted to bringing you the best of all things money each and every week. When it comes to money, do you feel like you missed something along the way? Do you ever think that financial prosperity just isn't in the cards for you? If this hits home, don't feel alone. I've talked to hundreds of women whose overarching feelings about money are stress and confusion. The financial world can be daunting. Trust me, I know it's not a subject that's always user-friendly, accessible, or directed particularly towards women. But, and it's a pretty important but, if you're ready to take charge of your personal finances, congratulations. There's nothing more empowering than understanding how money works, and more specifically, how it can work for you. Join me each week to get your free money coaching while all the while keeping the conversation real with straight talk and some humor. Because all my pals will confirm that I'm hilarious. If you've been searching for a helpful and heartfelt virtual learning opportunity without judgment, well, sister friend, this podcast is for you. Welcome to the Southern Fried Business Podcast. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Southern Fried Business Podcast. This is Connor, and I have an interesting topic today, Um, and I've always called it, and I've wanted to write this post or record this podcast for a while now, um, because not only am I friends with a lot of uh, business owners online, um, or I'd like to be friends with some of them, right? (laughs) And I just follow them. I'm stalking them or lurking from the bushes, watching what they're doing. Um, But what I see these days is you're making money. So now what? All of us think that if we could just make more money, then it will solve all of our problems. We'll pay off our debt, we'll save for kids' college, or we'll do the thing, right? It'll make our marriage better, it'll make our relationship with our kids better, we'll be in a better house, Uh, maybe, but you've started to make money online, but now what? What do you do? So I'm calling out all my creative business ladies and asking them, you're making money, so now what? You've been hustling, doing all the things, giving up your time, sacrificing to get to the level where you are making money online. But what to do now? Are you catching up on your bills? Blowing it all like you're at the craps table in Vegas? I just keep, whenever I say that, I always remember that Dave Chappelle episode where they're throwing dice in the back alley and they say like (laughs) crack-a-lacka. Are you paying for groceries? Maybe it's something as simple as that. You can actually afford to buy some good groceries. Maybe it's just affording your electric bill every month. But whatever your situation is, if you're making money, you need to listen up. I was chatting with a sweet friend the other day, and she was telling me that she was killing it in her company. Killing it. Now, she was at the time part of an MLM, right? A multi-level marketing business. And she was doing great between product sales, recruiting, and all the things that was on her list to do. She was making money. However, it was taking up all her time. So 
she was doing so well and she did all those things she was supposed to do or she thought, right? She bought a bigger house. She bought a better car, things, 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 which are awesome. I love me some shoes, but guess what? She made a conscious decision to sell that book of business because she didn't want to work so many hours, which I find very admirable. She has a lot of kids. She wants to spend more time without sacrificing that time for all that money. So she sold that book of business, but she admitted to me, even with that book, nice profit on that book of business sale, she has nothing to show for it. And those are her words, not mine. It's so tempting to fall into that saying, keeping up with the Joneses. We don't do it. It's not as prevalent of a saying these days to keep up with the Joneses, but expectations. We all have the feeling that whether it's ourselves, our spouses, our families, or just even people on the outside looking in, that we that there are expectations based on what you're doing, what line of work you're in, or the amount of money that you're making. Um, you know, you see it all the time. People make money, uh, a significant amount of money, and they didn't have it before. But yet a lot of times you watch how they decorate, maybe on like an HGTV show or something. And they choose all these weird things like decor. And that's because that's how they think rich people should live instead of just living their own authentic life. Now I'm not judging them. I'm just, that is just an observation, but it goes back to my friend. She did all these things because in her mind, that was the expectation. Well, you're making more money. You should have a bigger house. You're making more money and you have this successful business. You should drive a better car. So just don't get caught up in that. If you want that, great. But don't get caught up in it because you feel like that's what you should be doing. But how do you not fall into that trap? Well, number one, cut up your credit cards, right? But for real, what do, what do you do? If you've been listening to, my, listening to my podcast, then you might have heard me talk about my Southern Fried Business Money Funnel. I discussed how to change your way of thinking on how you accumulate money. The same applies here. <clears throat> excuse me. And if you want to see that money funnel is free to you, just go back through my past episodes. And I think I labeled it the money funnel and it's a free download. Just go click that. And then you can see not only the traditional way that we're all taught to think about money and manage our money, generally speaking, I, and then attached to it will be the way that you should be thinking and manage your money. Um, so pause here, go click over there and do it. And um, then come right back into the episode. I'll be waiting, right? Saving invest and investing are at the top of your funnel. Instead of operating, and that's with my money funnel, instead of operating your monthly or annual budget based on a dollar amount, you need to change that to a percentage, not a dollar amount, a percentage. Because if you save first, that equals paying yourself first. Paying yourself first, I run into so many people, is, well, I got to live my life, Connor. I don't want to just be stuck in the savings rut and not enjoy my life today. Well, guess what? 
nobody's asking you to do that. But if you keep operating under that mentality and going out, like I said, I've said it before, I'm addicted to shoes because no matter how fat or skinny I get, I'm still a seven and a half. <laughs> but if you still keep operating on that mindset, I'm paying myself first and I go out and buy all my things first. And then they operate on what's left between bills and taxes and savings and whatever I need to do. You will always fail. I cannot guarantee a lot of things in my business because as a fiduciary, I am not allowed to do that. But that is one thing that I can tell you, you will fail. Just absolutely no question. So if you're anything like me and my husband, we love business. We love doing business. We love talking about business. We love working on a new business and so on. We even joke on our, now this was before we had our daughter, but <laughs> we even joked on our tombstones, it would have said business comes first <laughs> because we love it. It is something that we both enjoy together. And I think that's why we have a good marriage because we have a big, big, big um, mindset that is similar. But besides doing business and working on a business and buying businesses and talking about businesses, we also love having a robust balance sheet. That means our assets, including cash, investments, equity in our real estate, and so on, equals way more than our outstanding debts. We actively save at least 30%. Yes, you heard me correctly. 30% of our income each year. Now, that amount might change each year, dollar amount, but the 30% doesn't. That is our minimum. So if we make $1,000, we're going to save $30. Now, if our 30% changes, it's only because we can up that to 40 or 50% because of whether we closed deals or sold courses or maybe our hotels um, generated more income than we expected or what have you. But that 30% does not go backwards. It only moves up. We also operate a year behind to get a year ahead. What the what? I mean, that just sounds crazy to me. So let's talk about what I mean by that. So if Brett and I made $100,000 last year together, we've committed to saving at least $30,000 this year. Boom, straight off the top. Now, we're a little flexible on that amount for a couple of reasons. Well, we're both self-employed, right? Under normal circumstances, if we'd made $100,000 last year, we'd expect and hope and had planned to make more this year. But even if our numbers trend lower, we will give up our fun stuff to hold true to our commitment of that 30% minimum. So that's where it gets tough, y'all. Giving up that fun stuff, nobody wants to do that. I totally get it. I don't want to do it either. But that's why God invented board games <laughs> or other fun things. Get creative with your family. It doesn't have to be a monetary thing. So we'll, we're going to hold true to that commitment. But what happens if our numbers go up? Well, then that 30000 will also go up. 
let's say we end up we ended up making 250 for the year. So then our new savings number would end up at 75,000 at a minimum. Somebody check my math and let me know if I'm wrong, okay? And then we've also created the second job for upping that savings amount. We've also created a new basis for next year. Now it's not tried and true. I mean, we're not gonna, you know, go jump off the bridge, you know, Royal Gorge if we don't make that number. But our next basis, which is also very motivating, is now set around 75,000 because we would want to make more than that 250,000. You might think I'm crazy, right? I mean, you're probably thinking, now, Connor, how will this work when I only make $30,000 per year or $50,000 a year or maybe a million dollars per year? It's the same equation, sis. It works no matter where you are and how much you make. And that, ladies, is called paying yourself first. Boom. You have it here. <clears throat> if I had a microphone, I'd drop it and I'd walk off the stage. <laughs> So now we're going to head into the income level. Not much, much else to say here, except if you don't have more control of your earning potential, then you might need to examine your career choice. I understand totally that there is a comfort in knowing how much you're bringing home each paycheck. But now you're trading your time for money. And you might have heard me say a time or two that time is the most expensive commodity around. Because no matter how much money you make, you cannot make more time. Next, we're on to expenses. Full disclosure here, I am not a budgeting expert. I can help you with it, but it's I wouldn't classify it as my expertise. But I did write a pandemic budgeting article for my friend Kelly at her blog. So I think it's my past episode where I re-recorded that. So if you want to check that out. Obviously, I tell you to spend less where you can. And to be honest, this isn't a quick change. It's going to take some time. But just because you might, it might take you a little bit of effort, I don't want you to get discouraged because just like. And lastly, we have our fun stuff. This is true discretionary money because it's the one piece of this puzzle that you can eliminate. We all like to do our thing, eating out, shopping, travel, whatever floats your boat. But here's the thing, this part of your money funnel is not essential to your survival. I can see you wanting to argue with me, Connor, travel is in my life's blood. I can't give that up. But like Obama said, yes, you can. If travel or whatever is your thing and you can't imagine life without it, then there's your motivation to make more money, whether it's through a promotion a side hustle, or whatever. Sis, I cannot tell you how bad I want these two pocketbooks on Fashion File. One is a black leather Louis Vuitton bag. It is amazing. But even buying it resale, it's still 2,500 smackaroos. I'm also eyeballing a more traditional Louis bag that was designed in the 90s by Sharon Stone. It's big and beautiful. Not only will it hold all my mom's stuff, I can fit client files too. And the inside is a gorgeous red. Yum. 
However, I've had to temporarily, temporarily suspend my discretionary spending. You see, my family and I are still committed to saving our 30% plus this year, even though our income might have been greatly reduced. Thanks, COVID. Yes, it sucks. But my future self is way more important than a purse. That's for sure. Plus, I might hold out for an endorsement deal. Hmm. So let's recap today. Don't fall into traditional money traps. You got to beat your own drum with that one, girl. Number two, save first and the rest will follow. Number three, get your spending in check. Consolidate or eliminate any necessity or any frivolous expense that's not a necessity that you can. Change your mindset that your discretionary spending, also known as fund money, is truly that. Discretionary means left to one's individual choice or judgment. Girl, get some choice and judgment or learn it. Want to get down to the nitty gritty? Join me in my new signature course that teaches you money essentials to create your best life. My new course includes four video module lessons and worksheets to complete to completely DIY your comprehensive financial plan, plus goal-setting worksheets and secrets from the pros. Sign up for our VIP list at southernfriedbusiness.com to be notified of when it drops. All my VIPs will also receive a coupon for a discount, plus three hours of one-on-one coaching from me to help you walk through the modules. This course is for you. If you are the decision financial decision maker in your home, you are longing to become an empowered money manager, you are tired of watching other people grow their bank accounts and want to do the same yourself, you are tired of guessing where to put your money, you are frustrated because money issues are keeping, keeping you from living the life you once dreamed about, you know you are smart enough, but you haven't found the right teacher. And I'm sitting here raising my hand. (laughs) Now, conversely, this course is not for you. If you think you already know all about best money practices, you are tied to old advice from family or friends, you don't take yourself seriously, you aren't willing to challenge your money beliefs or money mindset. And that's okay. If, If you don't fit for that, then that's okay too. Still stay tuned. I might have something that does fit your parameters. But I hope to see you in the group. In the meantime, I'll see you same see you next week. Same money time, same money channel. And remember, my papa always said, don't take any wooden nickels. Later, Gators. Thank you for joining me today on the Southern Fried Business Podcast, where I help women gain the confidence they need to take control of their checkbooks and live the life they once envisioned for themselves. Join me next week for another timely info drop that will help you level up. Ladies, it's time to fund your life. The opinions and information in this podcast are for general information only. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.
This podcast should not be considered professional advice.